If you tell a story like you think it's lame, it will be lame, even if the story itself was good. We have two amazing questions for you today. They're actually related questions on the topic of storytelling and conveying yourself verbally, right? It's so common that guys don't know how to tell stories. They don't know how to tell stories to make them interesting. They also don't know how to tell stories that convey them in a high value way. So we're gonna address both of those right now with these questions. First question is this. How do you convey DHV, which DHV stands for Demonstration of Higher Value, it's an old school acronym, in your stories without coming off as tryhard? Very common question, I get asked this all the time. Second question, much more general, how to improve my storytelling. Okay, and for the second one, I'm gonna treat that as storytelling in general as opposed to storytelling in game. So the first part is how to improve your storytelling in game, how to make it more game applicable and useful in terms of demonstrating higher value. The second is just how to tell a good story, how to tell a story that's not boring, that's interesting, how to make it so that people actually want to listen to you. We're gonna answer the first one first, the demonstration of higher value. So when it comes to demonstrating value through your stories, first and foremost, you wanna have a story that would be good enough without the demonstration of higher value, which is why second part of the question is coming up. So keep that in mind. You wanna have a story that's good enough without it. And if you have a story that's already good enough, you can now demonstrate value without making it a big deal. And the key thing with demonstrating value in your story is you want to know when you're telling a story what specific value it is you want to demonstrate. So there's particular things that girls are going to cue on as signals of attraction. So for example, being competent, being good at something is a signal for attraction. It, it, it triggers attraction in the girl. Social proof, having people like you and particularly having girls like you is a trigger for attraction. So that's something you can convey. Um, to an extent, success and material wealth can be a trigger for certain types of attraction. So maybe that's something you want to convey. Um, having a, an adventurous or fun life and, and being a risk taker can be something that will trigger attraction, so maybe that's something you want to convey. So the point is you wanna know specifically what it is you're trying to get across. And then what you don't wanna do is brag about it. So if you wanna tell a story that says you're wealthy and successful, you don't say, I'm very wealthy and successful, as you'll see in this story. That's really lame and it's, it's awful. It won't even necessarily be believed. Funny enough, number one, it makes you look lame. Number two, it's less believable because it, it, it's so intentional, it can come off as a dishonest signal, right? Whereas when something happens by accident, it's actually treated as more honest and more believed. So if you wanted to tell a story about being wealthy and successful, what you do is you tell a story that's good enough anyway, and it just so happens that this story happened to occur floating out on a, on a large boat in the middle of like, you know, the Gulf of Mexico. Now, all of a sudden, it's assumed that either you're wealthy and successful or at least you know people who are. Or for example, you tell a story and the story involves you having to deal with an employee, having to deal with someone who works underneath you, right? Well, this conveys some level of success in the sense that at least you're either, you're either the boss of a company or you at least work in management at some level to the point that there are people who have to follow your orders. So that conveyed some level of material success. So again, the point is you want to tell the story, but you wanna tell the story in such a way that what you're trying to convey, which is very intentional, seems accidental. Here's another one. Let's say that you have a really nice car. You're wealthy and drive a really nice car. You don't wanna be like, I drive a Lamborghini and yada, yada, yada. No, lame, don't wanna do that. Instead, maybe you tell a story about a police officer who pulled you over and was like being a dick and you thought he was profiling because you were driving a red sports car. You didn't even say the word Lamborghini, but if your car got profiled, they can assume that probably it's a nice car. It's, you know, flashy and sporty and those kind of things. And they may even ask what kind of car you have 
And if you want to go one step further, you can be humble. Yeah, I don't really want to tell you. No, no, tell me. Oh, all right. I drive a Lamborghini, this, that, the other. All right. So you can even make it seem extra unintentional by when asked about it, not even conveying it quite as readily. So these are all different ways that you can go about it. But the point is this. With any DHV type story, you want to know specifically what you're DHVing, and then you want to weave that into the fabric of the story and not say it overtly. And that's why it comes off as not try hard. That's when it comes off as natural. It just happened. It's just part of your life. You're just telling a story from the experience of living your life. And these things, these DHV type things are just in the underpinning. They're just part of the story. They're woven into the fabric. You can't take them out without changing the setting of the story. So you had to put it in, but it wasn't like you were trying. So that's the general idea. Now let's talk about how to tell a good story overall. There's a few points I'm going to give you. There's tons and tons of material about how to tell a good story. This is an incredibly complex topic. I mean, there are professional authors who spend their whole life trying to tell stories slightly better, right? So I'm by no means going to do it justice in a few minutes, but I will give you the key points to telling a good story in a practical sense in the real world. First one is this. You need to believe your story is good. You absolutely do, all right? If you don't believe it's good, if you tell a story like you think it's lame, it will be lame even if the story itself was good. Also, a bad story, if told in a charismatic way, can actually become a decent or good story. I'll give you an example that I've given many, many times over the course of my my career in game when talking to students. I'm going to tell you a story, and this is probably the best story you've ever heard in your entire life. So, so like, buckle your seatbelts. Okay, you ready for this? So, on the way here to shoot this video, I was was driving in my car, um, and I looked out the window, and I saw this tree. Now, this was not your typical tree. This tree had a trunk and it had branches and it had leaves on it. And at the very end of this one particular branch, I saw this one particular leaf break away and fall gradually down towards the ground. Now, this leaf, it didn't land on the street and it didn't land in the sidewalk. Do you know where it landed? It landed in the grass. The grass. Think about that for a minute. Okay. So was that the best story you've ever heard? I hope not. I genuinely hope not. However, did I have your attention while telling it at least a lot more than I should have given how shitty the story was? I believe I did. And why is that? It's because I, one, I told you it was going to be a great story, right? So I hyped it up, but then I actually told the story like I thought it was cool. Like I thought every bit of it was, was amazing and interesting and I built tension. So you can do a lot with the methodology of how you tell a story. You can do a lot with your tonality, your rhythm, your emphasis, your change in, in pacing, your change in volume, etc. So the point is, if I can tell that story, and I could tell that story in set, and I could make it work on a regular basis, okay? if I can tell that story that's that bad, any story you're ever going to come up with can be told relatively well just by you believing it's a good story, right? There's this idea with like um, with a great actor that he could make you cry by reading the dictionary. I don't know if that's actually possible, but the point is that's the idea, is that you could do so much with what you're doing around the story itself that you're going to make it good. So that's number one. If you believe the story is good and you tell it like you think it's good, it will probably start to become better. Second thing, a story should have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Specifically, it should have a state of affairs, like this is the setting, this is the situation. Something needs to happen to interrupt that situation, an event, some kind of tension, or um, again, interruption. Something needs to interrupt it, and then someone or something needs to be changed by the end of it. If you don't have these elements, you don't really have a story. So first of all, if you don't set the setting, there's nothing to interrupt. You can't have an interruption without having a static 
you know, event. So you can't even have the rest of it without a setting, right? If there's no interruption, you know, I was sitting on the couch and then I was still sitting on the couch. That's a really boring, lame story. Nothing happened, right? And if you have something, some situation and an event and then no change, people leave the story they're saying like, what happened then? Or so what, right? So what? That's what you don't want to hear at the end of your story. So what or what happened then are the two things you don't want to hear at the end of your story, okay? So situation, interruption, change. Um, next tip for good storytelling. There's a, a phrase that I like to quote. So they say, every great story is actually the same story. And that's the story of the human condition. The point being this, if you tell a story and it lacks humanity, it lacks emotion, if you don't talk about how you felt and what your experience going through it was, it won't be a good story. Even if the events are cool. If you give a laundry list of exciting events, it will not be a good story. It may be, you know, a catalog of bullet points of events, but it's not a story. But if you talk about how during this event you were terrified and that led to this event and then you, you know, grasped this and you wrestled with your fears and then you came out of it here, now all of a sudden that's a good story. Because why? Because it's the story of the human condition, which again is what every great story is. Finally, bonus for practical storytelling. If you want a story to be good, almost no matter what, focus on either going from general to specific or specific to general. If you do that, your story will seem meaningful and interesting. Okay, what do I mean? So if you make a general point, you say, um, I've always, whenever I go travel, I always do this. So for example, there was this one specific time when I didn't do this and boom, 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 boom. And now you tell a story. And now you have this general idea and then you have a specific to illustrate it. And it actually makes a cohesive and good story. And the specific is... Um, you know, in the weeds enough to be interesting. The general is um, large enough to give it purpose and make it come together. And someone doesn't ask, why did you just tell me those random facts? Um, you can also go from specific to general. You talk about, you know, one time when I was a kid, this, this, and this happened. And at the end, you're the conclusion. And so ever since that day, I never did X, Y, Z, right? So you go then in that case, specific to general. Um, but that's one final tip to make your story meaningful and impactful. All right. So that's a lot. Um, feel free to go back and, you know, watch each of the bullet points, go back and review it, add all these things into your stories. Um, but realize there are two pieces to good storytelling game. One is telling an interesting story in the first place. The second one is to make it relevant to game in terms of demonstrating higher value. There are also, by the way, um, other ways to make it relevant to game. You can make it relevant to game not by making it higher value, but by weaving in some ideas of what is a relationship or what your standards are in girls. There are other ways to weave elements of game in that wasn't specifically asked in the question, but I do want to throw that in that demonstrating higher value is only one of many things you can convey by accident through your stories. And you should, in fact, go ahead and do that. Secondly, in terms of telling a good story, I want to tell you that this is obviously just a primer. There's tons of other things you can do. For example, how to tell a good joke, how to have tension and delivery, how to, how to have a punchline, all those kind of things, how to build tension and release tension and build tension. There's a lot further you could go, but what I've given you here should be a good starter to get you telling competent stories on a regular basis that will get you results in game. So hopefully you enjoyed that and found it informative. I want to point out this is an area of game called verbal game. What to say and how to say it, how to use your words and communication to establish attraction, establish comfort, to get a resulting game. If you want more on this topic, check it out at verbalgameacademy.com. I have an entire course over there that goes into incredible depth. You're going to love it. Go check it out right now. 